God damn it, but isn't today a perfect fucking example of why we should talk about the difference between writer's block and writer's burnout. So here we go, guys. Not even a clever introduction today. Welcome to Not Safe for Words. I'm your host, Crystal L. Kirkham, multi-genre author, editor, and cover designer. I'm here to give you insight into the world of publishing and to help you avoid the mistakes that others have made. So stick around, you're in for one hell of a ride where I don't curb the curses. If you're feeling cheated that I didn't even attempt to do a fucking clever intro, then join the club because I'm disappointed in me too. But when I said that today is a perfect fucking example of why we need to talk about the differences between writing burnout and writer's block, I... I... (sighs) I couldn't think of a more perfect example. Today was rather overwhelming, but if any of you follow me on Twitter or talk to me about my life in general at any point, you may come to the conclusion that I am a really busy fucking person. I don't get a break. It is one thing after another after another in my life. Today, as I said, is a perfect example of why it can be hard to tell the difference between writer's block and writer's burnout. Because today started, as most days do, at 5.30 in the morning. And at 5.30 in the morning, I got out of bed, dealt with my dogs, because I have a lot of them. And I got ready for work. I did my wonderful half an hour commute into the city because I live out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, which I really, really love being able to do. It's such a privilege to live where it's actually quiet. But it does mean I have this long commute into the city to go to my daily job that actually supports the fact that I want to be a writer and a publisher. Not want to be. Fuck. Who am I kidding? I am a writer. I am a publisher. I am a podcaster. But it also takes a huge chunk of time out of every single day because right now we're in the midst of busy season. So not only do I commute in half an hour to the city, I worked over 11 hours today and took only two 15-minute paid breaks. Yes, I'm entitled to more, but I chose to work through those breaks to get paid for them so that I don't have to stay at work till 9 o'clock at night to try and get absolutely life-saving essential work done in my day job. So over 11 hours goes by, I wrote a thousand words on my two 15-minute breaks because I'm doing NaNoWriMo like the masochist I am. Yet again, even though I knew I was technically too busy this month to do it. Well, of course, after that, I picked myself up a fast food burger for dinner. Not burger, fries, and a drink. No, no, just a burger. Drive my half an hour home, take care of my dogs, make sure they're fed, fix the gate that they decided to break this day, this morning, shortly after I had left for work. And then when I got up the energy, I climbed the stairs to my room and to my itty bitty office space where I record all my podcasts with my dogs and 99% of the time I am deleting 
and re-recording things simply because of barking. And it is nine o'clock at night. <laughs> if that sounds like it's a bit of an insane schedule, I'm not even done yet. After I'm finished recording this, I still have more words to write. NaNoWriMo is 1,667 words a day. But if I want to make my goal this month, I have to write more than that. Because not only am I doing NaNoWriMo this month, I also am losing an entire week to travel that I have no choice about. So when we're talking about burnout, and records burnout in particular, it isn't always just because you're writing too much or you're doing too much writing related activities. Burnout can be caused by overdoing it almost anywhere in your life. It doesn't have to be just because you're writing too much. Although that is definitely something that has happened to me before when I had time to write. I had days where I would write six, seven, ten, twelve thousand word days. I never quite hit fifteen thousand, though I did try. But every time I wrote that much in one day, the very next day I found myself mentally exhausted from being able to write much more than maybe a thousand words, sometimes only a few hundred. That is a very, very clear and definite sign of writer's burnout. Although I wanted to write, the well was empty. I couldn't even think of where the story could go. I just sort of stared at this blank page going, I want to write, or maybe it was just, I need to write because it's NaNoWriMo and this is what I do to myself every year since 2008. But nothing, no words. And then there are times where I'm like, this is a fight scene and I really want to write this fight scene, but I don't know how to write it. Like, how the fuck do I write this fight scene? And so I'll just do the exact same thing I do for Writer's Burnout, which is stare at a blank page with very little happening and maybe force a word out here or there and pretty much believe that they are the most absolute craptastic words that I have ever written in my entire life. Um, spoiler alert, they were not the most craptastic words ever. I have written far more craptastic words than I have ever done than when I'm trying to push through writer's block. But those are very different causes with the exact same end effect in that I'm not writing. I am not putting those words on the page like I want to be doing. And sometimes it's just really hard to tell the difference. And what writer's block is, is the want to write. The knowing what you want to write. But finding it very difficult to get those words out and onto the page. And that can come from a lot of different sources. But writer's burnout always comes from the fact that you have drained your well. And if you're a spoonie like me, sometimes draining that well doesn't take a whole fucking lot to do. But no matter what, it is a very distinct difference with very different ways of handling it. I actually did a talk about this, um, an author social that I hold every Thursday night on Twitter, um, under the same name, Not Safe for Words. Um, 
And we talked about writer's burnout because it's not a topic that I find a lot of people are actually talking about. And just like writer's block, it is a very important thing to understand and to know about as you're getting into trying to be or actually being a writer because let's be fucking honest if you write you're a writer and a story you want to create stories of any length whatsoever you want to put those creative words on the page you're a writer you want to write nonfiction, and you're writing nonfiction articles you're still a writer don't ever let anybody tell you otherwise but if you're a writer and nobody has talked to you about these things you still need to know because at some point in your life you will experience one or the other or in my case both at the same time so when I talk to you about how busy my life is it is because I am always on the verge of writer's burnout and I am often struggling with writer's block especially because I tend to pants a lot of my novels which means I kind of know where I want to go but I don't always have a clue of how I'm going to get there so I guess that leaves the big question of how do you deal with writer's block how do you deal with writer's burnout and how do you deal with a combination of both of them? Well, first of all, just remember, writer's block means you want to write. You know where you want to take your story. You have a good idea of what you want to do. You just don't know how to get those words on the page or you just can't figure out how to get the story to get from where you are to where you need to be, no matter how good your outline is. And in that case, there's a few things you can do. One of the biggest things with writer's block that I find is keep your brain engaged, keep your brain working. So switch to another creative project, something that really inspires you and gives you the passion to want to put those words on the page. Um, I don't recommend going to another novel unless you really like to jump around a lot. Or if you like half-finished projects, I like to focus on short stories and flash fiction because it also helps me develop my editing prowess in that case because it takes a lot of editing to get a really good short story or a piece of flash fiction. It also gives me something that I can submit to short story markets and try and get paid for while I'm working on my novels and hoping that one day those things will show me a little bit of the money. Um, that is one of the ways you can do. I do recommend, um, keeping your brain engaged in some sort of creative activity. So even if you're not writing, uh, try and keep your brain thinking about maybe where you want to take the plot and how it gets there, or just put it out of the back of your mind and do something mindless for a little bit, but never take a really long break for writer's block. And when I say this, I'm going to once again remind you, not everybody's advice is going to be right for you. So if my advice doesn't fucking work for you, please don't take it. Don't force yourself to fit anybody else's mold. These are just the things that I have found that work for me and might just work for you. Or they tend to work for a lot of people. Now, sometimes music can help. Sometimes music 
really does fucking help. Um, I've found 8D music. If you haven't heard about that, you can uh, Google it. It's really fascinating. And it helps take my inhibitions in my brain and my thinking process out of the writing process, which seems like it shouldn't work, but it does really well for me and helps me to focus on what I'm trying to um, produce. But it keeps that little part of my brain that wants to actively, you know, get in the way, out of the way. So those are a few things you can try, but Google is your best friend. Writer's block is something people talk about all the fucking time. So you are going to find a million and one suggestions. Find the one that works for you or find several that work for you, depending on the situation. Now, writer's burnout, it's important to remember that burnout can come from any aspect of your life. Basically, what it means is your well is dry. You stare at that blank page and you're like, fuck me. Do I really have to put words on this thing? I feel like I'm obligated to do so. I'm a writer. I uh, should be writing, after all. But it's not there. You know, you have a hard time even wanting to find the passion for any story, let alone the one you're trying to work on. So how do you combat that? I mean, taking a break is probably one of the best things you can do. If you feel the need to be creative, then definitely try something non-writing creative. Go ahead. Crocheting, knitting, sewing, drawing, ukulele. I mentioned that simply because I looked over and saw my ukulele sitting on the other side of the room. Don't ever expect me to play that on my podcast because I really, really suck at it, but I have taken lessons. Just find something or read a book. Watch some new movies, something you haven't seen before. Fill the creative well. But I'm just going to give you a warning. Sometimes when you step away for a little bit too long, it's kind of hard to come back. And I've been there. I've done that. I've never been a fan of it. I hate feeling like I've lost touch with my creative side. So do find an outlet for those creative juices and maybe sometimes you might find something you like to do more. Maybe something you like to do better. But if you really love writing, come back to it. Just Don't leave for too long if it's something you think is your passion. You believe with all your heart. It's something that you need to be doing. And I'm going to leave that barking. Normally I edit those things out. But tonight I'm fucking tired. So you get to hear my dogs bark on the air. Um, I guess that really leaves. You do need to know if burnout is happening. Like if you feel like life is just too much. And there's too much going on, but you don't want to drop the writing, then you need to find a way to deal with the stress of the situation, no matter where it's coming from or how it is. And sometimes that's really fucking hard to do. And maybe in that case, if you want to keep writing, despite being feeling burnt out and unable to, 
don't hold yourself to any sort of standard or hold yourself to the most minimal standard you can. Just say to yourself, I'll write one sentence tonight. Just one sentence. It's still one more sentence than you had the day before. You are still writing, you are still creating, you are still trying to do something. And if it sentences too much, write a couple of words. Write something. Just talk about how bad your day was or how much it sucked or how exhausted you are. But it's still engaging that writing part of your brain and in my opinion, it still fucking counts as writing. So if that's what you need to do, do it. End of story. And if you're like me and you live your life halfway between running out of steam and wondering where your creative abilities went, then I recommend doing a little bit of both. Some nights you're going to take a break and some nights you're just going to put a couple of words down. Sometimes you're going to find a way to make yourself focus. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned it yet or not, but lately, oh, I did mention it, 8D music. This is how tired I am, guys. I can't even remember what I am saying anymore. So, 8D music takes my conscious brain out of the equation so I can just right away without any worries. I do writing sprints with friends where I just try and get as many words as I can in a short amount of time and I hope like fuck those words make sense and sometimes I think they're horrible but I leave them because I can edit them. I can't edit something that I haven't written and I remind myself of that constantly. And then I write a lot of flash fiction, a lot of short stories because those do not take a huge amount of my focus or my time. I can bang one out if, in an hour if I'm feeling like I really am inspired to write that day, but I don't have the focus to put it into a novel I'm working on. I do something. And of course, as I already said some nights, I just don't. I go to bed. I call it done at 9.30 p.m. just so I can get up at 5.30 a.m. again the next day and keep trying because that's what I want to do. That's who I am. I just keep trying. But there's no shame in taking a break. There's no shame in changing your project if you find your passion incited by something else. You do what you need to do to have the writing life that you want to have. And I didn't mean to try and get serious about this. I mean, this is not safe for fucking words, right guys? I swear, I make light of things a little bit and I hope like hell you learned something. But for now, it's after 9pm and I want to write at least another thousand words tonight. And I need to plan my questions for the Not Safe for Words chat that's coming up on Thursday. Not to mention, I <laughs> I have to get this fucking thing uploaded to both Anchor FM and to YouTube for those who need the closed captioning. So, happy writing, guys. If you have questions, if you think I've rambled on ridiculously, as always, hit me up on Twitter. 
you know where to find me. It's at Canuck Click in case you don't read the show notes or anything like that. And I think I already said this tonight, but who the fuck cares at this point? Happy fucking writing. This has been another episode of Not Safe for Words. I hope you found some useful advice here today. If so, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can join me next time for more publishing and writing insights. Thanks for listening. Thank you.